6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Show me the money. For the love of God, please get vaccinated now. For the love of God, show me the money. Show me the money. Please get vaccinated now. All right, we've been talking about it since the show started. Alberta offering up a $100 incentive to increase COVID-19 vaccination numbers. So in an effort to try to get more people vaccinated, the province is saying here's 100 bucks if you go out and get your first or second dose. Uh, the news conference held a few hours ago. We know that uh, to date about 70% of Albertans age 12 and older are fully vaccinated against COVID-19. But they want that number to go higher. Dr. Dwayne Bratt is a political scientist at Mount Royal University. He was watching this news conference with great interest this afternoon. He joins us. Dwayne, what went through your mind? (laughs) Well, when it started, I'm going, all right, this is the message that we need to hear, that this is a crisis of the unvaccinated. The numbers are rising for hospitalizations and ICUs, and in fact, it just got uh, updated that we're now over 500 in hospital as a result of COVID, which has been a doubling in less than two weeks. So I'm listening to this, and the vast, vast majority of those in hospital, in ICU, are unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. So I thought the tone from Kenny was exactly on, that this is where the problem lies, and it is overwhelming our healthcare system. Then I'm waiting, all right, what's the policy response? Because Quebec brought in a vaccine mandate, Ontario brought in a vaccine mandate, BC brought in a vaccine mandate, and almost immediately the vaccination rate started to go back mm-hmm. up again. So I thought, all right, we've got empirical evidence from three peer provinces. This is what's coming. And that's not what's coming. <laughs> Instead, we know the problem lies with unvaccinated people, so we're going to reward them. We are going to bribe them uh, and pay them to get vaccinated. And everybody else who did the right thing for the right reasons, you're not going to get paid, but you're going to get punished. Uh, We're going to require you to wear masks. We're going to require testing. We are going to um, close down alcohol sales at 10 o'clock right across the board. So the person throwing the tantrum gets the lollipop and everybody else gets grounded. Uh, Dwayne Brad, I want to play you a clip uh, from Premier Kenny from that news conference today and he was asked, do you realize the message this sends to the vaccinated? Take a listen. I wish we didn't have to do this, but this is not a time for moral judgments. This is a time to get people vaccinated. We have done everything we can, left no stone unturned. Left no stone unturned. What do you say to that? (laughs) No. Uh, So forget about today's announcement. If we look at this for a year and a half, we have seen that outside of the first wave, which I think the government's responded quite well, and, and the numbers show that, the second, third, and fourth wave, our government acted later than everybody else. They implemented restrictions that were weaker than anybody else, and they were quicker to remove those restrictions. Remember, 
July 1st, best summer ever, mm-hmm. right? COVID was over. We were in the endemic stage. Late July, we were going to remove testing, tracing, uh, isolation because it wasn't necessary anymore. COVID was over. Get over yourself. Here we are early September, and we're dealing with the highest rates since the beginning of the of the third wave. Um, um, surgeries and other medical procedures are being delayed. People are being transported from one city to the other. So this idea that, well, if you're perfectly vaccinated, the fact that I'm unvaccinated has no impact mm-hmm. on you, mm-hmm. absolutely it does. If I need cancer screening, if I need a hip replacement, if I'm living in Grand Prairie and my grandmother's in the hospital and now she's in Edmonton, it doesn't matter that I'm been fully vaccinated. I have been detrimentally affected by those who haven't. And Dwayne, we have seen, as you mentioned, other provinces implement uh, vaccine passports vaccine certificates, whatever you want to call them. BC did it. We saw the numbers, the vaccination rates go up immediately. And um, and, and, and the Premier has, has stood firm on this, that he is against um, so-called vaccination passports. Um, you know, we know that we're going to get a little card that will print off from our digital idea, ID. He's talking about the possibility of a QR code now as well. What is it that he is is, um, so adamantly, or why is it that you believe he's so adamantly against it? Is it his base? No, I, I, I mean, that that's part of it, but I think it's actually Premier Kenny's political ideology mm. of uh, small government, lack of government intervention, individual choices, personal responsibility. Mm. That has been the, the mantra, um, individual freedom, and he doesn't want to use the big stick of of government. But I'll tell you when he did. When he did was in response to the first wave. March of 2020 declares a public emergency, goes on with a TV address, brings in restrictions right across the, the board. And if you look at the data back at the first wave, Alberta handled that better than any other province. Mm-hmm. And so we know what works. And we have chosen deliberately chosen not not to pursue that. I think this is going to exacerbate tensions uh, within Alberta society. We're already seeing protests and demonstrations outside of hospitals. Hospitals, can you imagine that? We're protesting hospitals uh, and the the fully vaccinated people are going to be really mad uh, at the unvaccinated and because we don't know who they are outside of those protesting outside the hospital, we're going to blame the provincial government. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, you know, on a, on a side note here, and I'm seeing a number of people texting about this too. I'm feeling really bad for these businesses who are trying to gain some ground after just two really crappy years, and now being told, "Hey, you know what? Ten o'clock. Apparently, COVID stops at that time. At that time, right?" Yeah, my my daughter is was a server. Um, um, she's no longer in that industry. But a lot of her friends are. Yeah. You know, she's in her mid twenties, uh, female. That's where a lot of them work and make money. Mm-hmm. And I'm. She, her immediate response was, "This is going to devastate their income." Yeah. Because the amount of money that you make after ten o'clock on a Saturday night mm-hmm. or a Friday night has been has been taken away from you. Yeah. Well, my kid is working down in Waterton, and he called uh, today and said it's almost like I should come back now, right? Like it's 
there's not going to well, be Well, we don't know what the, the next step of restrictions are going to be. So, yes, we don't have a vaccine mandate now, but could I see a situation by late September that we do introduce something? Mm, really? If these numbers keep going up? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see it, it happening. What happens if we go from 500 to 800? 800 to 1,000, right? Uh, because I don't think the $100 incentive is going to work. I mean, the lottery didn't work. Your personal health didn't work. The protection of your friends and family didn't work. Is 100 bucks going to work? Or do you think, you know, maybe I'll just hold out because maybe in a week's time it'll be 200 Yeah. Or 300 And so Wednesday night, Premier Kenny was on his Facebook Live, was asked about a mask mandate. And he said, absolutely not. He introduced a mask mandate this morning. But a vaccine mandate? I mean, that's a different story, Dwayne. Well, we, we, will, we will see. I don't think this is the end of restrictions. And it's, it's, uh, it's an unfortunate situation, but people are going to be hurt. People are going to die in the mid- meantime. And it's just going to stoke societal anger at one another. Mm. Dwayne, always appreciate your time. Thanks for this. I appreciate it. Okay. Have we'll talk later, Jalen. Stay safe. Will do. Dwayne Broad from Mount Royal University this afternoon. <laughs> as soon as uh, Dwayne said, uh, you know, more more restrictions everything just deflated right and i think that that's how probably a lot of you are feeling right now pretty deflated as well i mean i get you know a lot of us are like hey we'll do what we have to do because you know what that's what we've been doing for 17 18 months right we've been doing that but we had really hoped that by you know stepping up and getting those vaccinations and 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 all of that it it would help we know that those um, who have been vaccinated, small, a small group of people um, have, you know, been been diagnosed with COVID. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, all you have to do is, again, look at the numbers that are coming from the hospital, from those in a hospital with COVID, the numbers uh, comparing vaccinated to non-vaccinated and those in the ICU. Um, yeah, I hate to say it, but I worry that this is going to get worse before it gets better. And I, and I had really hoped, against all hope, that we were already on the, the better side a few months ago.